So, so it's not Wednesday because we flipped the switch. We're coming to you on Mondays. You, you're, we started the week right on Sunday nights at 9.30 a.m. The Answer. But you know what? It's not enough. We're going to start your work week right with Sweep the League coming to you every single Monday night. And the full crew, with the exception of, of Team Gervin, because Derek does a podcast on Mondays, but he is making it to where he can join us on Mondays as well. Don't forget the uh, the Big Mo and uh, Big D and Mo Show uh, on Facebook. Uh, Paul McKeskey, Derek Gervin, those guys are always hitting up every single Monday. But he's going to come back. We did get one return: the return of the man himself, the the. Ayatollah of music and rock and roller is joining us tonight. Shamaya reads back. He's going to be with us on Monday nights. We, we had to come start the week, right, guys? It's Rocky. It's Shamaya. It's Stats. It's Compost, the ravishing one. It's Sweep the League. Next week, Candice is back, guys. She loved the show. She loved it so much. She wants to keep doing it. So she'll be back with us next week. All in all, it's going to be a great, great, great night of Sweep the League. It's going to be House of Dragons. It's going to be Deshaun Watts and how you go from dragons to massages and all. You don't know. KD and Donovan Mitchell. Sweeper keep. We've got just a lot of stuff coming on. Sweep the League radio podcast is back. Gentlemen, before we go any further here, Let's give a round of applause because he's back. Shamaya Reed is back. I, I think he deserves that that clap to be coming back. Shamaya, man, we know you've been doing the music thing. What's been going on with SOTB? I know the new radio, uh, radio network basically launched too. That's going strong. I've been listening to it. Hell, Put us on the map, came on my stereo this morning when I clicked the car on, man. What's been going on with Amory Focus Radio and what's been going on with Shamaya? Yeah, man. Well, to be honest, to uh, have an opportunity to get back here, I'll keep it short and sweet. Basically, man, just this hustling, man. I, I had to take a little break to to keep building my, my music uh, portfolio. And it's just kind of been both worlds, audio, music, and audio talk podcast, Army Focus Radio podcast has really grown. We went from two interviews a week. We're now averaging since two weeks ago, six interviews scheduled every single week so my friday is my talk day i have four uh individuals scheduled my calendar is already filled all the way through the end of october so man that's about it it's just short and sweet just a lot of great things happening massive traffic starting to take place and we're about to leverage that to help uh sweep the league grow as well because the more ears you get the more fun it is yeah dude you're you're killing it everywhere man you're absolutely killing it i i really truly am honored to know a guy like you you give so much to a lot of people you do a lot of great stuff with a lot of people man and you're still making it yourself you're you're not even scratching the surface on the music scene it's guys you just got to go listen to shamai on the beach man i mean youtube go subscribe go Go hit him up, man. It's fantastic music, 100% all the time. Sweep the leg, rock, mark, stats. Um, you guys ready for this? Because you guys have been you guys have been holding it down. And now with Candace coming back next week, that's another person that's gonna hold it down. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose my voice for a while here because this is guys is y'all. Y'all been killing it lately, man. How y'all been this week? Man, been pretty good. Been pretty good, rude. Rock, you doing all right, man? Yeah, I've been pretty good. I mean, it's kind of making me feel like it's fall outside, man. It's all it's all cloudy and, you know, it's a little bit chilly. So it's making me excited for that fall weather. It's going to be coming up. Did you wear the oh. shorts? Of course. Even when it's <laughs> I wear the shorts and a hoodie. Oh, my gosh. Remember last, remember last year when I would come? And remember that one time you you all loved my little fleece hoodie? <laughs> like, yeah. I remember that. I remember that. I remember that completely, dude. Hey, well, first off. We've uh we got a premiere last night, and I'm gonna I'm gonna really screw you dudes up here because right. I have never seen one episode of Game of Thrones ever. Oh wow! So I know Mark's a fan. I don't know if Shamaya Rock. I don't know if you guys are fans at all. I don't know if you've seen any of those episodes or not. 
have y'all seen any of those at all? Uh-uh. I never seen Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. I've so I'm not too. Twilight on accident, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not, yeah, it's I, not even close. Is it wrong to admit that I've seen Twilight? I've seen Twilight. Now I haven't I, seen all no, of them. You have a daughter, Rudy. Well, but my daughter's nine. She doesn't know the whole Twilight uh, thing. Oh, okay. okay. So Go I guess I what do they call are they what do they call the they have Twilighters or something? I thought they were called something. Edward and Team Jacob. Team Edward, Team Jacob. Wait, yeah, that was, is, yeah, that was the thing back in the that day. That was yeah. the thing. I don't even know who's who. So which, which one's which? Uh, Jacob's the vim. No, Jacob is the werewolf. Edward yeah, is the vampire. Edward Lautner. Yeah. So Rock, which one were you? You had to have been one. I, I was team. I was the, I was Tyler Lautner. What team? Team Jacob. Team Jacob. Yeah. 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 It's sad that you guys know this stuff, but House of Dragons, Game of Thrones. So I've never seen it. Rock's never seen it. Shamaya's never seen it. Stats, this is your platform. You you are a Game of Thrones man, I'm sure. Now you're watching House of Dragons. A reported 10 million viewers watched House of Dragons last night. HBO's biggest premiere last night. Was it that good? Does, is it enough to say, Rudy, get your ass and sit on the couch and binge watch every single Game of Thrones episode so you can watch House of Dragons? Well, it's, it's interesting about the, uh, about the show is you don't actually have to watch Game of Thrones, like the original series, to get into this because this actually takes place like 170 years before the events of Game of Thrones. So really? really, you don't have to watch the original series. You could just jump right into this as a fresh story and, um, you know, just enjoy it for what it is. And it's it's only one episode is out, but uh, I thought it, pre- it did a pretty good job. Um, it was surreal being back in this world of Westeros, of Game of Thrones, which is where it takes place. So um, after that long, you know, gap you know, between now and the last, uh, the finale, the final season of the original Game of Thrones, uh, which if y'all haven't heard by now, that last season was very disappointing to a lot of fans. So I think this was kind of that fresh start, the breath of fresh air that a lot of the fans really needed. Um, and like I said, it felt surreal being back in there and there was nothing really offensive to me. Uh, I thought it was fine. I thought it did a pretty solid job and I was excited and I uh, want to see what happens next. All right. All right. I'm not. Okay. So I'm going to do this much. I can't speak for Shemaya. I can't speak for rock, but I will watch the first episode of house of dragons. I'll watch it and see how it goes. I am not a medieval guy. I don't like medieval movies. I don't like medieval stuff. I wasn't, you know, I still haven't sat and watched all Lord of the Rings. I've seen parts of it. I haven't Ooh, seen that, all of it. That's like a marathon right there. Man. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard you can actually, you know, age just by watching that because it's like forever but then again i don't i don't i don't remember the last robin hood prince of thieves i guess was the last time i saw any type of old like setting style with castles and shit since the last time with kevin costner back in the day so that was like the last time i saw a medieval type movie and Mm -hmm. I don't know. Is, I, I don't think is it as popular as people but make it seem to be. Any like rock? Anybody like? Is it a popular thing? These middle medieval movies. I mean, I don't. I don't get them. Like my wife loves them, but I don't. I mean, kind of. I mean, I I see the hype around you know Game of Thrones back then and houses. Uh, what was on last night? Um, I like those type of type of things, but I just don't have the time to sit down and watch it. Um, I'm just like, eh, like I really have to like a series to like get into it. But it's like since Mark said, you know, you don't really have to be known about Game of Thrones. I'll probably watch it too, just to see what the hype was about. All right, all right. And again, you know, I'm just gonna check it out. I want to see what it's all about. But what we need to see what's all about is the biggest story of the week is Deshaun Watson. Originally got the six game suspension. NFL fought it. Now it's eleven games. Now. I saw more, more negative towards that 11-game suspension because it should have been a full year than positive. We do have a winner on our Sweeper Keep Challenge that we will be announcing here in a minute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I got to point – I got to get to you guys. And I actually want to ask Shamaya first because he's back now, and I want to ask him firsthand – 
just flat out, 11 games, is that enough? Or should it have been a full year? Now, for granted, he did get a $5 million fine, which is nothing. I mean, that's literally nothing at all for Deshaun Watson because he got a, what, guaranteed $230 million contract? So it's really nothing a $5 million fine, 11 game suspension. He makes his return against the Houston Texans of all teams. So lo and behold, is it is that a good enough fine? I mean, a good enough suspension for Deshaun? Because I don't think for me, I don't think it is, but I want to hear you guys. Shamaya, for Deshaun, is it good enough that he got 11 games or should it have been longer? Well, I could say it's just as good as me switching my microphone to my actual real mic instead of my webcam. But uh, <laughs> I would say, according to the stats on the poll, 57% says it wasn't fair. Sweep it. I don't know, man, because I would have to say, based on what we know, you know, the details so far, it's real easy to say nah wasn't fair you know but i don't know because part of me is like this is such a delicate situation <laughs> yeah. either way you you can say something and then the whole world's mad at you or you can say the right thing and the right person likes you or whatever but i don't know man me personally i would have to say it has to be in my opinion, good enough, man. I mean, I know that's going to rub people the wrong way, but it's like... Uh, it's opinion, I, man. It's opinion. I, I, I think based on the, the facts of what we know, mm. I think it's safe to say it's, it's good enough. I mean, I think, I think it was fair. Uh, that's just my opinion, though. I mean, if we get any more information, I might switch. But based on what we know right now, I think is is fair enough, man. So before going to rock and, and stats on this, I, I I hear you saying that it's fair, and I can I can see both sides of the fence. I can actually say okay, it's not okay, it is. But and you you brought up a good point because it was kind of where I was going to lead into another part of it was until more information came out now. Obviously, no more information is going to come out at all because he settled with all however many women there were. So by settling with the women, does that make him guilty? So would we need any more information? That's, that's kind a of great point. Thinking. That's a great point. So that's what I mean. Like, it's like you're doomed if you agree or you're doomed if you don't agree. <laughs> it's exactly. like, I feel since it's settled, and base we know the information that's not new information anymore. I mean, heck, if they moved on and he actually reached a settlement, then I think it's fair enough. I wouldn't say that uh I wouldn't say that they probably I don't know, it's tough. I'll I'll just wrap it up and say this. If they wanted to do more, I would be angry at that. Speaking of the NFL, because I think, you know, if you want to teach someone a lesson and have high standards, then you probably should be more severe. But they probably put a lot of thought to it. Maybe there's more to know because if they settled, then I don't know, maybe everyone moved, has moved on. And if that's the case, then what they decided to come up with, I think is good enough for the situation. I Yeah, it's a tough, it's a tough, tough situation. And it's actually one that I'm, I'm making notes of because next week when we have Candace on, I do want to ask her about it. I want to, the good thing about, you know, our show is that, you know, with Candace involved now, we get a woman's perspective on it. And it's a, it's a subject where a woman's perspective needs to be heard. And I feel like I see Shamaya's point a hundred percent. I really do. I mean, it's 11 games. Then you look at Calvin Ridley a whole year for betting $1,500 on a football game. And it's like, where's the justice for that? He shouldn't have got a full year. But it's so it's so murky, that whole situation, because Pete Rose bet on baseball and got banned for life. But there's other guys that have done worse than bet in baseball, and they don't get banned for life. So 
where is the line between betting and morals? That's something I want to ask Rock and Stats on because you've got those two situations. So one of you guys, just whoever wants to jump in, where is that line, you know, between betting and morals when it comes to suspension? You can go ahead, Stats. Yeah, um, well, I think the other thing we have to consider here is hard evidence too. Um, that was one of the biggest factors with this whole Deshaun Watson situation with uh, Judge um, Robinson's, like her her initial thoughts on it because um, it just came down to a lack of evidence, like a lack of hard evidence against like Watson. Yeah. You had all of these, these women and stuff, but it just came down to where like the Calvin Ridley situation, there's like easy, like hard evidence there of the betting, uh, the Pete Rose stuff. There's the, I mean, the Ray Rice video, like that was, that was, that was clear. Terrible. It Jesus. was awful. It, yeah, exactly. It, but the video was horrifying and it was hard evidence and it was right there in front of the world to see. Uh, with this, the Sean Watson thing, you're going based on all of these women that have come forth, but there isn't any actual hard evidence and now it's being settled. But I think that's really what it comes down to. And again, um, I, I, I'm on the side that this isn't uh, enough of a suspension for him. Uh, I think Watson should have been suspended for the entire season, including the postseason. Uh, if the Browns do make it to the postseason, um, just because of all of this, all, like the number of people like coming out here and like, you know, putting these allegations on him and um, the stuff that has been said, it's just, it's not good. It's not a good image. And um, it would probably do Watson um, some favors by him not even playing at all this season, just to give, all of the fans give the team, the organization, some time to move on to, you know, from the ordeal, uh, give people time to just get away from it and just focus on the field rather than the Watson drama and the situation there. So, um, I mean, there's, there's multiple reasons why I think he should have been suspended and th those were some of them. So um, at least a longer suspension, um, but yeah. Uh, hard, hard evidence is is a big difference and again that's why the ray rice situation was just so brutal and why the nfl had to clamp down on him uh, a lot harder because it was just out there like for the world to see and uh, there's no going around it you know you, that, you can't beat around the bush and that's actually a good that's actually a really good point and that that supports shamaya's you know reasoning 100 percent because it's the hard evidence so then you make it you made it sound perfect because then you settle with the women then no hard evidence comes out to where ridley's betting that's hard evidence there ray rice had the video that's hard evidence so i guess settling benefited deshaun more than anything that's basically what it comes down to yeah I think I think for sure the settling uh, benefited him and um, it benefits the I mean, it benefits the Browns for sure, too. But um, like in a way, just to just so yeah. that they can move beyond this faster. Um, but I am still of the opinion um, that he should have been suspended for the entire season. Um, I, I think it would have actually helped him a little bit. It would have helped the Browns organization because. Um, you know, elite, you know, week 11, I mean, that's still, it still feels like time already flies and that's yeah. going to come by sooner than we think. And I'm not sure if people are going to be comfortable or ready uh, with seeing him out. I mean, I don't know if y'all have seen some of the fan signs at these Browns oh, games, yeah, but they're those really disturbing. Holy they're very God. disturbing fan signs. Um, yeah. And they're basically siding with Watson and making fun of the women and it's, it's not good. Um, no, yeah, definitely and, uh, not. Yeah, and, and to bounce up what stats is, you know, he's, he's coming back, and it's so ironic that he's playing his former team. Like the NFL, it kind of just puts it back to the NFL realistically only cares about money because you know, I mean, the ratings you're going to get from that game, the, the headlines, you know, Deshaun returns to his former team, you know, how's he going to look? I mean, then at week 11 or 12, both teams might be trash. I don't know what Jacoby's going to do. And the Texans are kind of in a rebuild mode, but it kind of just gives you the sense that, like, the NFL and Watson kind of only did this just to start his names out of the news cycle. So they don't have to deal with it. It's like, okay, like, we'll just do 11 games. All right, we're done with it. Like, no, they don't have to talk about it. It's not going to bother them anymore. But then, like y'all said, it comes down to, like, it's kind of hard to justify what a suspension is because we don't know how the conduct policy is. We only can read it. But then, like, like you mentioned, there's no hard evidence. Like, 
you know, physically, you know, there's stuff in writing, but compared to the Ray Ray Rice situation, you know, you see a video, it's obviously that's going to happen. But even with the Ridley thing, it's like, what is the, what comes down to it? You know, do you care about money, you know, having an upper hand because you're an NFL player, or do you care about your morals? Like, what a guy did i mean at the end of the day the nfl only really cares about getting the best players on the field no matter what they do and a little suspension a slap on the wrist is all they're gonna do that's i mean i still think i still think a full year would have been the perfect uh suspension but you know you guys what i love about all you guys that are with us on the show you know y'all bring up different sides and different aspects of the whole thing which a lot of people don't normally think about it's all, well, he got six games. That's total bullshit. He's got 11 games. That's total bullshit. Why Why did Ridley get suspended for more games? And he's off for a year, but Deshaun doesn't. And two words, like Shamaya said, Stat said, Rock's even mentioning it too. Hard evidence. That's it. That's what it comes down to. You can put all the conspiracy stories away. You can put all the knickknack, paddywax, everything like that away. It's hard evidence. That's what it comes down to. It's hard, hard evidence. And also, his girlfriend, Jilly, apparently gave a toast to the Browns at a preseason game. That really? says a lot. I'm looking at the article right now, NewYorkPost.com. <laughs> Video of her basically doing a toast with some friends, uh, preseason game. Uh, that carries a lot of weight um, because of the situation. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't know how close they are, but that's the headline. Deshaun Watson's girlfriend Jilly toast to the Browns at preseason game. Uh, that carries a that carries a lot of weight because with the situation, you would think, you know, it will probably be a totally different vibe. You would think so. So, like I said, I'm not choosing size as me personally talking, but based on how the NFL is dealing with it. And based on what the public knows, it must be fair enough for now until more detail comes out. If there's more detail, if there's more story to come out. But if there's no more story and everyone basically involved agreed to have a settlement, then that kind of speaks volume to the situation. Mm -hmm. That is very, very true. This is Sweep the League coming to you every single Monday nights from Wednesday. Now on Mondays, we're starting your work week 100% on fire. It's Shamaya, it's Rocky, it's Stats. It's going to be Derek Gervin, Rudy Campos are getting your work. We started just right. Sweep the League Radio. Do not forget D. Gervin, Big Mo Show every single Monday night as well at 9 Eastern. So that's 8 Central on Facebook Live. Derek Gervin, Paul McKeskey, Big the Big Mo, D. Gervin, Big Mo Show. Also, Baller Boys Podcast comes to you every single Tuesday night. That's Shamaya and Stats, dropping all the knowledge you need on sports, basketball, football, everything you want. They even get into Detroit Lions talk, which a lot of you Lions fans out there, which I know a bunch of them, actually. They talk about the Lions. That is Shamaya's team. They get into everything you need to know about sports. I am Refocused Radio. Shamaya's dropping massive, massive interviews. Had one interview with Kenny Anderson, Mr. Chibs himself. Take a look and listen to I Am Refocused Radio. It's a very, very, very good podcast. You do not want to miss all the episodes that come out. That is I Am Refocused Radio, all a part of the entire Soup the League Network, guys. All these podcasts are fantastic. We've got, speaking of fantastic, man, Donovan Mitchell must be damn near Michael Jordan, damn near Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, because... His asking price is bonkers. Reports are saying that Obi Toppin, Evan Fournier, and five first-round draft picks were offered by the New York Knicks to the Utah Jazz for Donovan Mitchell. Utah declined it. That is terrible by Utah. Are they really overvaluing Donovan Mitchell, who, let's be real, he's an all-star, you know, caliber player. He's not a superstar, at least not that I can see. He's not even, would you say, elite, like a Giannis or a Jokic? 
MVP candidates year in, year out? Where's the line drawn at? I want you guys to let me know. Is that a fair offer? Does does Utah really hold out for more? Is Utah being just ridiculous on passing on this? I mean, I I can't believe they would pass on that, knowing that they're not going to be a really good team this year. They're going to be probably bottom tier Western Conference playoff team. I mean, they're not going to really go very far if they make the playoffs. They're probably going to make the play-in. But do you does Donovan Mitchell really hold that much water? Uh, I mean, I guess you could say so because he, he's a young star that still has room to grow. But like you said, he kind of got to know where to draw the line. I kind of get the sense of what, like, maybe why they declined it. Because, I mean, yeah, it's a lot of pitch, but, like, those pitch are just not – you're not going to know relatively what number of those pitch are really going to land on. So you're kind of betting on the future. And I just it doesn't really sit right with them, even though they did the same thing with Gobert, uh, sending Gobert to um, Minnesota. But uh, I just maybe they don't want to do it again. But I, I didn't really like the players there that New York was going to send. I mean, if I'm the Jazz, I'm going to ask for at least RJ Barrett and some picks, or you know, at least maybe throw in another young star. Because I mean, you're going to have Evan Bournier. What is he going to do for the team? He's going to get bought out. That's the yeah, thing. exactly. And you have you have Obi Toppin, you know, nice, nice young forward. You know, has some bounce. He he's still developing, but I, I'm I, I'm at least asking for RJ better than nothing because I mean, you somewhat get somewhat of a return over your value, but the Knicks have more of the leverage in a sense because they can they kind of set the the setting price for it. And the Jazz are kind of in the back of the wall. It's kind of like the whole like Kawhi situation. It's like you people are gonna lowball the hell out of you, and you're gonna want so much, and you're gonna have to meet somewhere in the middle. So maybe like they have bigger plans. There's a three-way trade that's gonna happen, but I was real surprised they declined it. But then again, I wasn't really surprised. Cause it's like they have all the time in the road, and the Knicks are desperate. If the Knicks are desperate, they're gonna throw in more. Okay, and I want to get Shemaya and stats on this, but I want to get if they want to comment on the Mitchell thing, that's cool. But I want to hit them with this right here because they they got the Baller Boys podcast, and I want to hear their takes on this kind of trade. So Memphis reportedly inquired about Kevin Durant. Memphis has five first-round picks that they're willing to offer, plus young talent. Now, obviously, John Moran's not leaving. There's no way he's gone. But it's reported that Brooklyn wants Jaron Jackson and or Desmond Bain, and Memphis said no to Jaron Jackson Jr. and Desmond Bain. Both of those guys are off the table. As, As Brooklyn is looking at it, it befuddles me because you're going to give up five first round picks. You're going to get KD. Great. But is it really that much of a nuisance to part with Jaron Jackson Jr. or Desmond Bain knowing the return you're getting? I mean, you're not, you're not losing much by losing one of those guys. If you're adding a Kevin Durant, I mean, again, Shemaya and stats, this is going to be y'all's topic here. Y'all go off on this because if I'm Memphis and they say, well, give me Jaron Jackson Jr. Or Desmond Bain and the first five round picks and a couple of players that are just throw-ins. How am I not writing this trade out and faxing it in or emailing it in to the league office? Because that's a win for my team. John Moran and Kevin Durant on one team? That's a hell of a start. What am I missing? Shamaya, you want to go? Well, I was just making short and sweet and say KD to Memphis will be uh, – it will probably make the Nets cry. <laughs> they make all because, of us conference cry, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think Memphis will basically be waking up to like Jerry Springer giving everybody like <laughs> VIP passes to his TV taping. <laughs> <laughs> because you, that's that's a big W for Memphis. Uh, if KD went there. Yeah, I'll probably get a jersey. That that that'll be how good that deal will be if they can get that done. Those jerseys are nice, man. I actually have a Moran jersey that was given to me. It doesn't fit me because it's like a it's a two <laughs> XO and kids. And I'm like, wait a minute, why did I get a two XO and kids? Like they sent it to me. And they're really nice, man. What was that, Rock? It'll fit me, maybe. 
I'll if you want it, I'll give it to you. I really will. You want yeah. it? Yeah, I mean, I'll try it on. If it's two XO and kids, I think that'll fit me because you know I'm I'm short. So I know okay. you're not fat like me. You saw you just, just nah, say it like that. No, because it's hard to buy jerseys for myself because I'm a large, but then like I'm not a large to their standards. Where it's like I'm tall and six two. Uh, so like getting a jersey for itself is, is hard. I'm mean, gonna have to get a small sometimes or a medium, <laughs> like a dress on me. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. I'll, I'll meet up with you and give it to you because I I can't wear it. I mean, obviously, I could probably fit into it, but I can't wear it. And like I said, it was just given to me. It's actually a really nice one. But, you know, stats with KD, you know, let's be real, man. They're not asking for – we said John Morant, KD, they're still going to have Dylan Brooks. They're still going to have Steven Adams. They did have signed recently Danny Green. I mean – Jared Culver's there. Brandon Clark is there. It's not like they're asking for these guys. I mean, and Memphis had a hell of a draft this year, too. Jake uh, Larevia from Wake Forest is there now. I mean, how are you not doing this, man? You you got to try to tell me. Shemaya gave me some great points there, but you got to try to tell me, Stas, why don't they do this? I think, and you know what's interesting, Rudy, because when you – brought this question to me i was like or to like us i was thinking like man did the, did the grizzlies really need to do this but then like the more i thought about it shamaya brought up some good points too y'all brought up some really good points like they they can trust their organization to draft and like let's say because initially i'm thinking man they're going to give up their young talent and jaron jackson jr um you know desmond bain like two very good guys uh good players um but like you said dylan brooks is still going to be there they know how to reload their roster via the draft and with of course john morant and durant morant and durant there you go um with those guys being the foundation of the team um they can get vets and guys who are looking to bounce back and prove themselves off of free agency too they don't really need to depend on getting major stars off of free agency um who knows maybe they and they do end up like reeling in a kind of like an aging star who still has something to prove and um i don't know maybe like a cp3 or something at some point um a guy like that uh, provide veteranship who can He's not, you know, in his prime anymore, let's be honest, but a guy like that would help this team, especially with its mentorship. Um, you got Jaw there. Durant's been in the league forever. And I think that would be a good foundation. And they know how to reload. And they have a bunch of young talent right now. And they can easily get vets with names like Durant and Morant, um, bringing guys in like, hey, come play for us. Rising team in the West. Um, yeah, I like this. I like this. You're talking David Roddy was is in Memphis now. He was drafted this year. Um, he was drafted by the Sixers, traded to Memphis. You've got Jake Laravia. He was traded to Memphis. He's another draft pick. The Spurs drafted uh, Kennedy Chandler in the second round. He got traded to Memphis. So that's a scoring point guard right there. I mean, you're not losing anything by getting rid of Jaron Jackson Jr. and or Desmond Bain. So that's why y'all made some perfect points on this because, yes, you definitely got to make that move. I think KD to Memphis makes a lot of sense. It makes them a very scary team. I think that's a team that can definitely compete with Golden State if they make that move. Uh, I'm not really worried about the Lakers. I still haven't been worried about the Lakers since Kareem and Magic were there. I mean, yeah, maybe Kobe and Shaq too, but – the LeBron with the Lakers just doesn't mean anything. And don't give me the the BS about the well, they won a title. I mean, that was a fake title, man. Come on. We're not yeah. I'm not gonna recognize that title at all. Well, man, end of the show, man. We're ready. Sweeper keep. We 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 are ready for sweeper keep. Before we get into it, we had the uh Deshaun Watson question. Is 11 games good enough? Sweep it or keep it. We have a winner, and it's actually somebody we all know very well. And it's Miss Janae Nicole, SBTN. She's our winner this week. She's going to get a gift card, obviously, to enjoy. It's going to be the Burger Boy. So uh, thank you, Janae, for responding. You are our winner, our sweeper keep winner for last week. We'll be looking to get another winner for this week's episode. Uh, But hey, Mark, hit us with sweeper keep, man. We're ready. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for our our memorable segment sweeper keep if this is your first time listening to sweep the league this is the segment where you sweep or keep a topic slash tweet slash story sweep 
means you're going to sweep it under the rug. You don't like that crap. Keep means you're, you just love it and you want to put it on your mantle over your fireplace. So let's get started, gentlemen. Let's sweep or keep this stuff. Julius Irving on his current favorite NBA player. He says, Kawhi is my favorite NBA player. Absolutely. Now Spurs fans might have a problem with this, but I want to get y'all's take on this. Sweep or keep? I I, I was a big asshole to Kawhi when he wanted to leave San Antonio. But I've actually kind of uh, come around to him. For Dr. J to say Kawhi Leonard is his favorite NBA player, I'm going to keep that. I can, I can definitely get behind that. Kawhi Leonard is, when healthy, is the best two-way player in the game, hands down. When healthy, or when he wants to play, because, I mean, he's probably healthy he doesn't want to play. But he definitely is the best two-way player in the game. A MVP candidate every single season when he's healthy. I can definitely get behind Dr. J, but... I'm surprised because Dr. J was, you know, not to steal it, but like a human highlight film, like Dominique Wilkins. He dunked everything. He was so, you know, glorious and, you know, flying through the air, you know, behind the backboard, underneath the backboard, everything that you could imagine about floating in the air and dunking a basketball was Dr. J. So I figured he would have been, oh man, who's like the best dunker we have right now? Probably what? John Giannis, maybe? I mean Levine? I think it's Jaw. Ja, you think Jaw's the best dunker in the NBA? Yeah, I mean, what he's done. I mean, you've seen Levine dunk, but he hasn't done it in a while. But Jaw's dunks, this guy is like on another level. I mean, you see the explosiveness, and I wish he would be in the contest, but I think he's one of the best dunkers right now. Okay, okay. I'm gonna keep it though. So you guys, y'all are up next, but I'm gonna go ahead and keep that by Dr. J. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm going to keep it as well. Uh, I, I agree with Rudy, you know, when Kawhi healthy, he's one of the best two-way players, and you can elevate him there. You know, he's a top three or four player in the league when he's healthy. I mean, we saw what he did for San Antonio and Toronto, and he's a scary guy to be going against. And to get that praise, that's real high praise, considering there's a lot of stars in the league. But, I mean, everyone was ugly to Kawhi when he left, but now I also have came, came around just to appreciate his game. So, the Clippers are going to be a scary team if Kawhi actually plays this year and Paul George coming back. So we'll have to see, though. Hey, don't forget about John Wall. Yes, sir. Who? John Wall. Who the hell is that? That guy hasn't been relevant since Kentucky. Yeah, uh, he's going to be relevant next season, Rudy. Watch out. Are you serious? Yeah, man. He's got, not- he's got a redemption story, dude. Oh my God! I I this is a whole new show here. All right, Shamar, you want to sweep or keep about Kawhi Leonard and Dr. J? And I'm gonna be Luigi with Mario. <laughs> I'm gonna have to sweep what? this. I'm gonna have to sweep this because uh, I respect Irving and, and his statement. But according to SportsIllustrated.com, they have never met for dinner yet for him to be like the official mentor. So until that's official, I have to sweep it. Um, but it's, it's a good gesture. Uh, I, I agree. Kawhi is a great athlete, a great basketball player, but under the circumstances that they haven't officially like had a talk, you know, dialogue, you know, where Kawhi can be, you know, the mentee and he's the mentor. That hasn't happened just yet. So until that happens, I have to sweep it. Nice. There you go, man. There you go. He's he's back and he's dropping it left and right, just like he always has. And like Shamaya, he needs hard evidence. He needs Doc and Kawhi to meet up. Yeah, TMZ has to be on that <laughs> scene, man. Well, he, yeah. It's not hard for Doc to find him. He's just go to the bench and he's there. He's never on the court anyway. Well, as the Spurs, if it's easy to find him. <laughs> that's 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 cold blooded. That's cold. Rudy, I thought you were gonna say just go to the nearest hospital and you'll find Kawhi. Oh well, you can do that too. Or there's a gym in New York that apparently he's always at that and there'll be a find him. <laughs> and there'll be a note saying, sorry, I'm not here. <laughs> Should have got a hold of him when he was in Toronto. Toronto's like, you know, very small town or whatever. I don't know. I've never been there for the airport one time, but I've never actually been in Toronto. Wait, like gym as in like gyms, like gyms restaurants? Or 
Oh wow, they have a franchise in oh god, they have a that franchise in Canada. Jim's <laughs> shout Canada. out shout out to Jim's. I love Jim's. What do you eat at Jim's? Breakfast, uh, dude. Comfort Breakfast. food. Comfort food, breakfast, potatoes. Man. potatoes. <laughs> Damn, man. Breakfast, man. I used to eat the front those at the burger. The was it the frontier burger? Oh, the burger. oh yeah. The charboiled burgers. Yeah. Yeah, those Chicken are fresh steak. Oh Dude. man. All right. Oh, man. So yeah, you're making me hungry. And I just this is devolving. Say, I just gotta make one quick comment. Have you guys had and it's the soup? It's that cheese soup. The chicken tortilla soup? No, no, the cheese soup. It's like the Canadian cheese soup or where is it? I I I used to eat it there all the time. That was one of the reasons why I became a real big fat guy. So I mean Is that the one where Brett Farr did a commercial? No, no. <laughs> Canadian, okay. Canadian cheese soup. Bad joke. You've got to try that one time. Canadian. I've never joke. seen that on the menu, Rudy. It's not a bad joke, Shmai. I like that. It's called Canadian cheese soup. It's on the menu. It's a blend of cheese and vegetables. Basically, it's just cheese soup. It's like if you go to the Spurs game and say, I want nachos and cheese, hold the nachos. But you throw some vegetables in there. Huh. It's it's a must try. I, think, I have a feeling Sweep the League challenge is coming up here where we're going to do some cheese soup stuff. But Oh, I would do it, man. I'll go. Yeah. I'll try it next time I go to gyms, man. Try it out. I actually used to like it all the time. I mean, again, I was a great big old fat person back then. But, you know, I, I probably would still eat a bowl if I had a chance. All right. Enough gyms talk here. Uh, what's the next one? Okay. I'll try to make this one. a. So um, are you all familiar with Mike Glennon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know if you all have seen this. So Mike Lennon had a quote on slowly becoming all neck. <laughs> so, what? so uh, you guys know who Davis Mills, uh, the the quarterback for the Texans. Yeah. So you know, have you seen like all the pictures of him? Like he he kind of his neck looks photoshopped. Like he's got a super long neck. I gotta um, see this because this is I don't I can't imagine where this is going here. Yeah, yeah. This because I, I came across this Mike Glennon quote about his neck and it is absolutely priceless. And I I got I gotta tell this deal. So, oh my god! <laughs> the, are, are you looking up Davis Mills? I, I typed in Mike Glennon's neck and that thing is longer than yeah that <laughs> thing from Star Wars. But whatever. Yeah, he's a long one. Uh, so this is what Mike Lennon said on oh slowly becoming all neck. He said, fans like to make jokes about my neck size, but it's not funny. It's not easy walking around looking like a video game creative player, a guy made in his dorm room for laughs after eating a bag of edibles. This is real life for me. My head is on top of this grain elevator. My brains are nestled atop this leaning tower of vital organs. <laughs> I actually... <laughs> I actually fear it's still growing, but I'm but not <laughs> my, my neck is just consuming my torso. Soon I'll be nothing but neck and head, like a human dandelion. Sweep or keep. Oh. Keeping that, man. <laughs> I mean, that whiplash has to be terrible, man. Can you so, imagine? Okay, so if he gets in an accident, how long does it take for his head to hit the door or the... Or the the steering wheel or whatever like does the bottom of the neck hit first and then the head comes up? i'm looking at the neck and yeah. holy cow that i never knew that about glennon or davis mills i mean oh god yeah it's a it's a, it's a big big thick neck man could he dunk a ball with his forehead he's definitely know, tallest person in the room well, yeah, I mean, I agree. He definitely is. I mean, you, you can see over the Great Wall of China with that. <laughs> is that what the Tower of Americas would look like on a person? Uh, it's impressive, man. Like, I know Mike Glennon's like just talking about this and Davis Mills. They got to embrace it, man. They just got to yeah. embrace the human cherry picker. You got to duck when you walk through the doors. <laughs> that because you're tall. <laughs> all, all I think of is a space jam. When they all hit the top of their heads on the oh yeah, <laughs> Muggsy's the only one that does it. Yep. Wow. So, does if he has a sunroof, does he put his head through that sunroof so he can see? I don't. I can't imagine how this guy drives. Just man, go that, full convertible, man. That's a body pillow right there. 
That is a body pillow. His girlfriend <laughs> or wife, that is. Jesus, have you ever thought about? Okay, so if you're, let's use Derek Gervin. He's 6'9". And if he's dating a woman that's 5'8 or whatever, I get that. But if you're same height as your girlfriend or wife, and she has to tiptoe to give you a kiss because your neck is that big. I mean, he can't, he has a lean. He, there's no way he can tilt his head down. No, he can't even tilt his head down. Tilt his head down be kissing the forehead. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's messed. <laughs> just, Shemaya's bringing this bad, man. Holy cow. I'm, I, you know what? I'm just going to keep it because I'm going to embrace the neck. I don't know why. I, I think it's cool. I'm lucky that I don't have a neck like that because I probably have really bad problems, but... I don't know. I'm going to keep it. I don't know, Rock. What are you going to do? Shamaya's going to keep it. I know that. I'm going to keep it because of everyone's remarks. It's funny, man. Yeah. <laughs> I knows about how big his neck is. But that must suck just how big it is. I'm, I'm like looking over here, looking in the mirror at my neck. I'm like, is my neck huge? I'm like, you get all subconscious about it. Now I'm going to go look at mine. I have a weird neck. I've looked at my neck. When I do my hair in the morning, I'm looking and I turn sideways and my <laughs> neck looks weird. I, it's like... My head, my head is like forward a little bit and my neck's like in the back. So I, I don't want to give Davis Mills and Glennon too much shit because my neck is horrible, but it's not like that. I mean, can you imagine getting a DDT? Your head fits a mat first and your body is still trying to catch up to it somehow. Still trying to imagine, catch. imagine an RKO on Mike Glennon. Oh my God. Oh that- my gosh. That's chiropractor city right there, man. You're you're Ugh. snapping everything in. All right, if we have another one, let's get to the the neck question. You like how I did oh, that one? Nice, there? I like that. I like that. Uh, we have one more, and this one, of course, has to do with Rocky's Dallas Cowboys. Oh, uh, we cannot keep it out of the mouth, man. We I can't. swear to God. No, we can't. We got to get those ratings, man. Oh. Got to get those ratings. All right, so here's a quote from Michael Irvin. <laughs> cocaine the, has to do with cocaine. Uh, not not yet. Well, I don't know. It might. We'll oh, see. Jesus. It will, we'll see. If the Dallas Cowboys clean up these penalties, they will be the, they will be chasing the undefeated 1972 Miami Dolphins. Sweep or keep? Sweep. That's bullshit. The Cowboys are not gonna. They're gonna win ten games, maybe. Ten at the been time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what he's thinking. Oh yeah, man. Mike Mike is on some good shit. That's all I can say. I'm sweeping that. There's no way they're gonna chase the the penalties. Every team has penalties. But if the Cowboys clean up the penalties, again, who the hell are they gonna throw the ball to? Unproven rookie receivers. Zeke Elliott hasn't been a staple on Sports Center since he did that stuff to the girl. There's no offensive line. I mean where does the right mind does Michael Irvin think they're going to go undefeated if they don't have the penalties? Sweep that shit all day. But keep it. Cowboys are a liar. Of course. That's all I'm going to say, man. Cowboys at the Super Bowl. It's our year. It's your year every year, dude. Every year is your year. Well, so, so you're saying they can, they're going to go to the Super Bowl, but they're not going to win it. Maybe. Uh, hold on, hold on. Pump the brakes. <laughs> All right. Disclaimer, Rock. You know, don't mean to be rude, but everyone has a birthday, but that doesn't mean the party's great. So, uh-huh. uh, Cowboys, they are pretty nice, but they're not good enough to get a Super Bowl, just like my Detroit Lions. <laughs> but I will say this. Cowboys will have a heck of a year with this guy, Turban. But they will still be in developing stages. I can I see Cowboys getting Super Bowl in three years. But right now, I don't see enough evidence to jump in the deep end Ooh. of the pool. There you yeah. go. It's been yeah. all tonight for Shamaya. Yeah, yeah. I, I do have to give a shout-out to Cavante Turpin, though. I mean, that guy is single-handedly breathing life into the Dallas Cowboys right oh, now. Oh, dude, I'm excited for him. You know, just seeing a viable punt returner, kick returner, that's yeah. gonna be just to see that speed and in general. I mean, I'm not having like the lo- the highest lofty expectations for him, but if he can help out in the return game and and that's just something that the Cowboys really needed, and it's gonna help the offense succeed because they're gonna be put in better. Mm-hmm. 
before mm-hmm. we go, I'm going to say one thing, and that's Patrick Creighton. Remember the hype on his great uh, preseason and what mm-hmm. happened to him? Ouch. He fizzled out like a bad fart. So until you actually get these guys in the regular season, don't buy the preseason hype. This as this as Matt how it was with Detroit Lions. <laughs> yeah, hurry up and get out of there. That's okay. The Lions never have any hype. So oh god, I can't speak on anything. I can't speak on it. Two Super Bowls and no wins. They had hard knocks. I mean, you know, that's apparently not easy to have. No, it's not. And actually, how is that? I haven't even seen it. I need to watch it. Me either. I'm a fan. So it's like, <laughs> if, if I see it, the only highlights you're going to get is coaches yelling at each other. Hard knocks. It's like either you're talking about the HBO series or that's just week after week for the Detroit Lions. That's basically what it is. Hard knocks. It's the after hours of the uh, <laughs> the fans party. That's not really great at all. It's, it's pretty depressing. <laughs> True that. Well, the depressing part is, is that Sweep the League has come to an end. Another episode here. Thanks, Shemai, for coming back. We're excited to have him back every single Monday night now. Derek's going to hopefully be joining us, too, before he does his show, uh, which is the Big D and, and Mo show. Rock is still rooting for the Cowboys. Stats is still dropping some fire Sweep the League. Even though he can't get through some of it because of Davis Mills' neck, I didn't think he was going to make it through all that either. <laughs> Imagine sitting behind him in church. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. I, <laughs> I hope he watches it on live stream and doesn't go to church because that would suck for everybody in the congregation. But for everybody here at Sweep the League, I did get a text message from Candace. She's ready for Monday. Little preview. She wants to talk about Manti Teo's documentary on netflix Ooh, i've been meaning to watch it man i'm gonna so, for monday next monday apparently his girlfriend is real not real again so i don't know we're gonna find out candace will be with us monday to talk about manti teo's girlfriend you guys get ready for that but for everybody on sweep the league appreciate you joining us baller boys podcast the big d and uh mo show catch that on facebook live i am refocused radio this is sweep the league for shamaya for rocky for stats for Derek, for candace now pretty complex junior so until we sweep the league again next week you guys be good oh yeah stay hard <laughs> <laughs>